Welcome to Purpose 365 with your host, Jasmine Rowe, your podcast source for encouragement, empowerment, and inspiration. Welcome to another episode of the Purpose 365 podcast. So today I have on here with us, Mrs. Stephanie L. Jones. Welcome to the podcast, Stephanie. Yeah, thanks, Jazz. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. This has been a long time coming. Excited about this. Uh, Excited for our listeners to get to know a little bit more about you and your heart and your ministry. Um, So I'll share a little bit about Stephanie. So Stephanie L. Jones is a best-selling and award-winning author and TEDx speaker. In an often divisive and negative world, she is on a mission to inspire adults and children to change the world through giving and gratitude. She lives in Indiana with her husband, Mike. Uh, So beyond this bio, uh, Stephanie is also an incredible friend. Uh, She's such an encourager. She's a mentor. Um, and she has always been such an incredible blessing in my life. Uh, God miraculously connected us, and from day one, she's pushed me to be yeah, just intentional and um, just living, living, <laughs> living life on purpose. So thank you so much for that, Stephanie. Oh, you're welcome. And, and back at you. I, I think it's uh, mutual <laughs> how we push and stretch each other and and I can always expect a good check-in for Jazz. If I haven't checked in with you, then I get a message from you. And and I love that. I think that's how we're supposed to live in life is, you know, checking in on each other, holding each mm-hmm. other accountable and uh, following through. So uh, I, I love uh, the relationship that we have and how God's connected us. Yeah, so do I. Like you said, it's it's about that. And, you know, like um, if... if if you don't uh, want to be held accountable or something, don't tell Stephanie about it. <laughs> she's definitely gonna check in, like, "Hey, did you do that? Did you did you write that? Did you?" So you, you've been such a tremendous blessing to really help push me like far beyond my comfort zones. And our listeners have probably heard me talk about people in my life over and over, episode after episode, because I like to basically invite my friends on here, you know, talk about, you know, people that push me even when I wanted to run away from this podcasting thing. And you are one of those people. So thank you for that. Um, I am so grateful that you continue to challenge me. Yeah, no. Well, I think I think we're called to do that. You know, I really believe in living outside of your comfort zone. You know, Mm. if you're just going day to day where you're just staying in your lane, minding your own business, you never grow. You never see what I think this is. I mean, then there's a couple of things, but like you never see what God can do with your life. So true. If you don't go outside your comfort zone and, and you you mentioned writing you know, uh, for me and I know for you, like that's way out of the comfort zone, but that's how God can use us, you know, because at the end of the day, when your book comes out, when my Mm. books come out, he gets all the glory, you know, it's like, I didn't like this. I didn't want to do this, but you know, like God puts stuff on our hearts and we can choose to ignore it and not do it, or we Mm. can be obedient and be faithful even when it's uncomfortable. And I think we have to hold each other accountable for those things. Very true. Very true. I, and like you said, you know, when when it's beyond us, 
God gets the glory. You know, we, we can't take it for ourselves because we know it's him that guided us through it. And again, I am so thankful that I have people like yourself in my life to help keep me accountable because I would have dropped the baton so many times and um, not look back. So <laughs> thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. So, you know, speaking of stretching and, you know, like doing things out of our comfort zone, I know, you know, your life is one, you know, you, you've done a lot, you've been on such a vast journey professionally, you know, um, in the intro of your podcast, it, it talks about, you know, you're a police officer, um, investigate, private investigator, professional organizer, um, you know, like speaker. So you've had such an incredible journey. So I would like for you to, you know, maybe kind of share a little bit about how, um, you know, about your professional journey and how God stretched you and, and grew you um, to the point you are to put you on track to pursue purpose. Yeah, no, uh, it's kind of crazy. I was writing out like, Yesterday being Labor Day, um, we're recording this the day after Labor Day, and I was just kind of thinking, I told the story about my first job that I ever had, and mm. you know, I was at 13 and worked in a drugstore, and, but then I just started thinking about like all the jobs that I had since, and I was like, wow, like, I bounced <laughs> around a lot, and um, I will tell you, like, yes, I mean, I, I went to, when I got out of college, went to Taylor University. I know both of us love Taylor. Go to you, yeah. Go to you, woohoo. Um, I had a dream and a goal to go and to be in the FBI and, and be a profiler. And I called the FBI and they said, go be an Indiana State Trooper. And I applied and went to mm. the academy and um, actually was doing really well and then uh, failed firearms and um, that just led me, like, I was very lost after mm. that because I thought I was supposed to be on one path. And then that path just, you know, was like a big tree fell. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, yeah. you're not going to go down this path. And yeah, so I kind of like fumbled around and I was a private investigator and I went back and worked for the temp company that I had worked with, you know, from college to when I got into the academy. And, um, and then I went back to work to the state police as a civilian and, got in writing grants and learned how to be a grant writer and manage grants and mm. uh, was director of victim services for the state of Indiana. Like it was just like one door opened. It's really interesting in my life. The only jobs that I've applied for were my law enforcement jobs. Um, every other job God opened a door um, mm. from the time that I left the state police um, when I was in recruit school to when I had that first job. It was like somebody would see me and come and go, hey, Stephanie, there's this job open. I think you would be good. Mm. But every one of those jobs, going back to the comfort zone, I was not qualified for. Um, I didn't, you know, if you looked at the job description, I can remember that when uh, somebody tapped me on the shoulder for director of victim services, it required you to have management experience. I had never been a manager. And it was just <laughs> like. My initial thought was, well, I can't do that because I've never been a manager and that's a requirement. Um, but then I get to talk to the person that's hiring and she's like, yeah, but you have all these things. Like, mm -hmm. I'm willing to take a risk on you. And um, and I saw that happen over and over again where I would be working on a project or working with somebody and then they would come to me and say, hey, I, this job's open. Are you interested? And a lot of times it's like, no, I'm not interested. <laughs> like, I don't want, I'm comfortable <laughs> with what I'm doing. 
Um, but then the more it just like weighed on my heart and, um, I'm big on taking a step. You know, you don't have to see the whole path. You don't Mm. have to see the next 10 steps. And so I have learned now after, you know, having so much fear is, um, you know, professionally, it was, gosh, over a year ago, I had a friend text me out of the blue and say, hey, you interested in talking? And it was like, hmm, you know, I really wasn't, to be honest. <laughs> I was comfortable where I was at professionally. Yeah. Uh, but I was like, wait, that's a door. Like, don't don't close doors that God may be opening until you at least try to walk through them. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, OK, I'll take a phone call, you know, and the phone call leads to something else, leads to something else. and. I just keep walking through those doors, but I'm praying the whole time. I'm journaling the whole time Mm. um, to make sure that I'm doing what's in the will of God and not what Stephanie wants to do. Mm. Um, And yeah, that's kind of been, yeah. And then the professional organizing, you know, like I I kind of forget about that. It's been a little while (laughs) and I had that business for like 10 years and, and I loved it, but it was something I don't know. I think God too, like gives people just a whisper. I can remember just being out of college and at like a dinner party mm-hmm. and you know, you're chatting with people and it's like, what do you do? What do you do? And this girl said she was a professional organizer in my ears, like popped <laughs> up. I had never heard of a professional organizer. This is way before like HGTV and all that. Uh, I was like, yeah. what is that? that? I've been organizing since I was three years old. This sounds like <laughs> the perfect job for me. But what I found myself doing is after I heard this like job that I would love to do, I talked mm-hmm. about it a lot, but I never took action on it. And, uh-huh. uh, finally one day I was like walking on the beach with one of my best girlfriends. And she says like, I'm really sick of you talking about this, Don't like either it. take action, start a business or stop talking about it. And I was like, mm. wow. And, mm. You know? Yeah. Then I started that, that business and, uh, was very successful and loved it until something else came along. And then I had to choose, you know, I couldn't do both mm. at that time. And, um, it was like, okay, you know, it kind of served its purpose for where I was in my life. And, um, yeah, it's, yeah. Anyways, that's just been a little bit wow. <laughs> all over. That That's amazing though. Um, you know, you, you said something about not being qualified, um, for any of the jobs you had. And it goes back again to talking about, you know, putting our faith and full confidence in God, you know, like relying on him to lead the way. And, you know, I, I guess as humans, sometimes that's, that's a scary thing, but honestly, it's, it's the safest place, you know, knowing that we are walking inside the will of God. And like you said, allowing him to lead and guide us, um, through every path that we take. But it, it's so cool, you know, like, you know, I know a, a good bit of your story and, you know, the things that you've done over the years or that you're doing. But it's amazing to see how almost every you, you could probably expand more on this, but every job that you've done has given you some sort of skill set uh, to, to walk into doing the things that you're doing right now. It's helped to equip you. Um, and position you for purpose, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, it's interesting to look at that. And and I challenge people, this is a really good exercise. If you feel like God's doing nothing in your life, sit down and pick a date, go back. You know, I mm. love to start at college. I love to start once I graduated college. And 
just start writing down the jobs that you had, you know, and making arrows or somebody that you met was pivotal in your life and they Mm -hmm. connected you to another person. And, and then this happened. And then, you know, you look at this big whiteboard or whatever you're doing it on a big, big piece of poster paper, construction paper, whatever. Mm -hmm. And then you can look back and go, wow, like God connected all All the dots. Because a lot of times we don't go back and take the time, you know, you can, it's easy to sit where you are, especially if you're in a rough spot, mm-hmm. you know, God's doing nothing in my life. But if you take the time to look back, it's so awesome. And yeah, for me, it's like that compound effect or that layering of, you know, doing this one thing at this job gave me the skill to do that next job or to meet that one person that opened mm-hmm. up the door here and, um, I, yeah, I mean, it's, it it really is incredible. And I always love when I get stuck, uh, like maybe not wanting to do something, Mm -hmm. I just remind myself, like God has already gone before, you know, and I got to trust that he, he is ahead. He is guiding, he is leading me. And, um, it's interesting on the property that I live now, I built out two miles of trails and I cut the majority of the trails by myself and wow. Yeah. And I, I named them all and I did a retreat here, but I had this one little path that every time I crossed, it, it was like this little deer, deer path, deer, mm-hmm. deer trail, but it was hardly open. And I just kept avoiding that, you know, I'd go cut somewhere else. I'd go for something that was really wide and I could kind of see where the whole, I knew where it was going to hit. But every time I kept going by that, I just got this little tug to like, step in here, you know, Mm -hmm. cut, cut this path. And finally one day I did, and it actually connected me to one of the paths that I had already cut. And then it connected me to opening up another trail that I could not see if I did not step in it. Mm. And so I ended up cutting a new trail and it led to this big, beautiful tree. And I love trees on my property, but I Unless I wouldn't have done that first, you know, walk in and cut that first path, I would have never seen this tree and this beauty. And I, and now I call that trail faith because I'm like, that's what our faith has to look like is we see that little tiny opening, but we are like, well, God, I can't see past this. I just keep, you keep walking by it. And, but God will keep, you know, if he wants you to do something, you'll keep getting that little tug on the heart. The Holy Spirit will say, just walk in here. Just take a step, have faith, cut a little bit open, you know, and it's going to lead <laughs> to some really cool places. So. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I, I love that analogy. That's faith. That is faith indeed. Um, it's it's man. Every time I have these conversations, it's so cool to see again how intentional our God is. Like just the fact that like you have no idea. I know I say it often, but how much of a blessing you are to my life and It's just amazing how we met and how, you know, going back to talking about Taylor University, you know, when I was a student at the College of the Bahamas, um, some folks from Taylor came down. Long story short, our then um, the person that was our head of department, music department, was pushing us to go there. And um, my best friend and I were saying, ah, we're, we're going to Berkeley because we've both been ex- accepted there. And it's just funny, full circle, how God 
brought me to TU and he he opened the door for so many things through that chapter and one of those was meeting you so God is so intentional and I mean every he, he's he's intentional about every single detail of our life and uh, that that is such a beautiful thing yeah no I I love it and I can even take a step back from there of like I did go back and be a police officer and it was the guy that sat in front of me in the police academy, Dustin, that connected you and I. You Isn't know? And that I'm crazy? Like, yeah. You know, like if I never would have went back to be a police officer and if I wouldn't have been in that class that I was in, you know, in sitting, even sitting, because there was like, I want to say 170 some, 200 and some, uh, 238, I can't remember, something crazy, you know, mm-hmm. like hundreds of people. Uh, yeah, Dustin was sitting right in front of me. And so we just kind of built this little relationship. And so it's even that, that's what I love. That's what I talk about. Go back and think about those little connections. And it was like, no, the time I went back to the police academy, I was in mm. this class sitting in this seat, build a relationship with this guy, you know, which then he ends up doing his band that you guys are managing. You know, like, I don't know. It's just awesome to to play that yeah, out. Yeah, it is. Shout out to DH. Thanks for connecting us, Dustin. <laughs> <laughs> I love that guy. He's awesome. <laughs> yeah, he's awesome. So I, I want to talk a little bit about um, giving gal. You are known as the giving gal. Where so? Where did this name originate? Yeah. Um, so I have a business. You know, I kind of work my day job. I've always done both for a long time, and. Um, I started January 1st, 2011. I can't believe it's been a decade. Mm. Um, I set a goal. I am a big goal setter at the beginning of the year. Actually, it used to always be at the beginning of the year. And then now, you know, things pop mm-hmm. up during the middle of the year. And it's like, oh, okay. I think that I want that to be a goal. But I set a goal to give a gift every day for a year, 365 days. It was very simple, uh, mm. but not easy to do. So me, one person looking for a way to make a difference in one other person's life each and every day and mm. using the definition of a gift, give and expect nothing in return. And mm. um, as I went on that journey, I had a blog, it was called One Making a Difference. And I kind of started to write and, um, but it turned into something bigger than, you know, beyond what I ever thought it was going to be. Yeah. And I went to start getting my website and setting up my business. And I have a very generic name, Stephanie Jones. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I joke with my husband. I always thought I'd marry a guy with a really cool last name. I had a, <laughs> I had like a cool maiden name. No, I married Jones. And so I can remember like trying to get stephaniejones.com. And, and it was just, you know, when you searched Boss. it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And like a bunch of other stuff came up. So I was even thinking about like SEO, like you would never search my name and I would come up on the first page. There'd be all this other stuff. And I just feel like I didn't document this too well, but this is a story I have in my head is like, God just said, like, who are you? Who are you? And I kept coming back to giving gal and like, Mm. that was the mission I was on. and, And that's what I was doing. And, um, you know, that was not taken. Givinggal.com was not taken. And, um, you know, Instagram giving underscore gal and Facebook, you know, giving Mm -hmm. gal, whatever. And so I was just like, okay, like that's, I'm going to go with that. And what's interesting is that so many times I feel like God gives us something, but 
everybody else, the experts will say, no, you shouldn't do that. Mm -hmm. Um, I can't tell you, I had expert after experts, like marketing people go, Stephanie, like, no, like you don't need to do that. Like you need to be using your name, putting it out there, you Mm -hmm. know, Oh, it's, it's too young. You know, at the time I was in my thirties, you know, like that's too young and you know, it's this and it's that, and nobody's going to like, you really need to focus on your, uh, I had a tagline that was be bold, dream big, bless others. And, Mm. and I still kind of use it today just because I love it. But, um, you know, it's like, no, you really need to focus on like the pursuing the dreams and that's, what's big. Like nobody's going to care about giving. And, Mm. uh, I just had all these kind of experts that I was even paying, you know, some of them I was paying telling me, get rid of it. But I just felt like God saying, no, you need to hang on that. I gave that Mm. to you. And, you know, the experts are not always right. There's a time and a place for an expert, but I'm the ultimate expert. I gave this to you and this is what you're supposed to use. And what was interesting is as I started going out and speaking and meeting people, I would give them my handle, my Instagram handle, you know, like, oh, just look mm-hmm. me up at giving underscore gal. And then I would go back to events or whatever. And I would find people remembering me. Oh, you're the giving gal. Mm-hmm. You know, they probably would not have remembered my name, but they yeah. remembered giving yeah, gal. Yeah. And now it's something that's stuck. And um, it, just to kind of like, I guess, come full circle with that, um, man, I might even get choked up because this, well, it was, I think it was last year or the year before where mm. I knew the reason why God gave me that name, you know, why I needed to keep that and, um, kind of hold on to it. So I had, uh, he'd given me an idea to do a children's book called giving gal mm. around a little girl that just loved giving. And I didn't know anything about writing a children's book. I didn't know anybody that had written a children's book. Like, but it was, it was so strong that that's what I was supposed to do with that name. Mm. Um, And then it was like over the last two years, God has just made some incredible connections and opening the door to literally, I thought today they were supposed to deliver the box of my children's book and it's called giving gal. And I just, I love her. And I love like God downloaded the the first three stories. I wrote the third, third book in uh, 40 minutes, woke me up one morning at 6am. And I just wrote it. I sent it to my book coach. We did a couple wow. of tweaks, sent it to an editor and that book was done. And Amazing. so, yeah, that for me is like, you know, we got to fight for some of those things, even if people think it's stupid and they ridicule kill you. If you feel mm-hmm. like it came from God, you hold on to that. Yep, that that is so uh, so powerful. I mean, there there was this one saying that I remember um, my dad said. I think it was a sermon he preached back like in the nineties, and it always stuck with me. The title is "Many Voices, but there's only one that counts." Oh, um, and <laughs> you know, so that's the voice of the Father of God. Of course, he puts people around us that are seasoned and professionals. But like you say, there's a time for everything. But if you know, it, it's just a matter of of having that discernment, like you do, like having that relationship with God to know that He is speaking something so strongly to you, even though it opposes what seems like common sense or what what seems like you know the right thing to do from um, the quote unquote professionals. You know, like God will will not lead you wrong. So uh, that's amazing that that's um, 
you know, a foundational point for you in your life to continue to follow and seek, you know, the voice of God amongst whatever, you know, whatever you're doing. So that that's so awesome. Yeah, you know, you talk about like, you know, hearing the voice of God, seeking that. Um, I I do speaking. Um, you know, I had my best speaking year in 2019. And mm-hmm. then uh, when I was working on my goals for 2020, um, I heard very clearly God told me not to focus on speaking. And that was like, what? <laughs> like, mm. that's what I've been working for for the last 10 years. You know, yeah, like, yeah. I have just built up this speaking business. Um and but I followed that. I had two gigs that were, you know, kind of booked in the early year and then just stopped working. Um, and we all know what happened in 2020. And I have a lot of speakers friends and they were devastated and, you know, lost a lot of income. And and I had already pivoted to working on some books and some other projects. And mm-hmm. um, I I gave some virtual I worked with some companies and did some virtual events and afterwards one of the organizers was like Stephanie how I don't understand like how did you hear the voice of God like how did you know that you weren't supposed to um be speaking like how did you know that was God how did you know that was supposed to be you and like I I feel like I fumble around with that answer because it's like I just Mm -hmm. know yeah. I just know what it is. And the more that I'm in the word, that's how I start every day in the word mm. of God, in my Bible. I, um, you know, I just came out, uh, your wife and your daughter helped me, um, you know, review it. My thank you notes to God, prayer and gratitude journal. Mm. Uh, but it, it starts out in scripture. It starts out with thanking God for what we're grateful for each and every day and then praying to God and, and doing that consistency and being in communication with him. But if you're not in that communication and you're not constantly talking and you have that discernment, you're, you know what I mean? Like you're yeah, not you going to, yeah, yeah, you won't know. Yeah, um, you won't know. Even if he's talking to you, you might not recognize him Yeah, <laughs> because you're, you're not talking to him. So yeah, it's just like, you know, like any relationship, like you, you, you've got relationships with our spouses, you know, sometimes it's like, we know what they're thinking. We know, you know, their, their likes their dislikes because we spend time with them. You know, we, we've developed that relationship with them. Same with God. You know, like you say, as you're spending time with him, you will know um, when he's speaking, you know, and when he isn't. So you're so right. That's a great challenge to uh, cultivate time in the word daily. Uh, so that you're, you're drawing closer to him and, you know, he's setting you on that path for purpose every day, every day of your life. Yeah, a hundred percent. And you know what, what really convicts me some mornings when it's like, oh, it would like, I need to be get up and do this. Or maybe I got up a little late and I want to skip this. And it's like, it's really interesting. I can find time to do everything else. You know, you got, you have that, I, at least for me, I have that conviction. And, uh, and what I've noticed, I mean, I've, I've set that morning routine for years now is that's where I start my day Mm -hmm. is man. I have very few bad days and not to say that bad things don't happen or rough things don't come up, but, mm-hmm. um, just starting the day in the word, communicating with God, praying, listening, you know, asking him to guide you being grateful. Yeah. You know, I mean, grateful is one of the big things that I talk about is, you know, gratitude will change your life if you practice it. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> so you talk, you, you, you shifted there to gratitude. Um, so I want to talk a little bit. You started to talk about, you know, your your 
giving journey. Yeah. And then you also kind of mentioned about these books. But tell us a little bit more, and I'll jump to the books. Tell us a little bit more about your your gratitude journey, uh, your giving journey. You talked about giving uh, gifts for a whole year. So how did that um, how did that turn out? Yeah, so I ended up going 522 days. I missed day 523. I was on a business trip. I was so sad. Um, But I also think like I needed a break too, uh, which was a really good lesson, you know, is uh, especially as women, we give, 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 we serve, serve, serve. And sometimes we forget to take care of us. And uh, what I realized after day, you know, when day 523 hit, I was like, man, I am a little tired from this journey. But took a break and I missed it. You know, giving wasn't just a goal anymore. It wasn't just mm-hmm. a habit. It had become a lifestyle. A lifestyle. Yeah. yeah. So many things changed in my life on that giving journey. But um, it, you know, I, I say is I no longer say random acts of kindness, but intentional acts of giving. You have to mm-hmm. be intentional. Um, there's opportunities all around us to give and to see people and to take action. Um, but that last part is important. You know, I could have got up every day and said, okay, I got to give a gift today and then did nothing. You know, Mm -hmm. I could have got up and said, I'm going to give a gift today and I'm going to look for opportunities to give. And then if I didn't take action, it didn't matter. And, um, and so now I just, I, I love it. I'm, I'm looking at my, and I still, so I've lived that, uh, lifestyle for now, almost a decade. You know, I had that little break and, um, you know, right now I'm, I'm looking at dinosaur devotions. I think it's devotions or devotionals devotions, mm-hmm. uh, by my book coach, Michelle Medlock Adams. And it's sitting on my desk because I was at the community foundation. I'm uh, on the board of directors. there here. And, uh, one of the employees was telling me like her little girl is just fascinated with dinosaurs right now. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Oh, I got a great like little devotional for her and yeah. you know, it's not her birthday or anything like that, but it's just paying attention to what people say and what people's likes are and yeah. things on social media, you know, and then here it is. I ordered it. It's sitting on my desk. I'll, I'll eventually get to, you know, next time I'm at the foundation, <laughs> drop it up and just say, you know what? Hey, I just love that your little girl loves dinosaurs and, you know, she might not stay in this mm-hmm. moment for a while, but, but here's a devotional too, um, you know, that you as a family might be able to enjoy. And, and that's right. what my gifts look like every day. And, and some not as, you know, big as of buying a book, it could have been mm-hmm. making cupcakes for the boys next door. Um, you know, I, I did some things for the homeless in the morning with some local churches and, one morning I bought all this milk and forgot to take it with me. And so I text my neighbor who had three growing boys, um, at the time and, you know, Hey, can you guys use some milk? And she's like, yeah, like, that's great. We go through mm-hmm. so much milk. <laughs> so, you know, Bring like that over. wasn't a big deal. And I could have kept it in my refrigerator. I may or may not have used it, but yeah. it's having the courage to kind of look a little stupid sometimes, you know, mm-hmm. like texting a neighbor going, Hey, you want like four gallons of milk? <laughs> you mm-hmm. know? So, um, you know, but opportunities popped up every day. So it was, uh, it's fun and, and I still enjoy it. And it, it brings me, I think just as much joy as it does the people on, on the other end. Um, Yeah. So, yeah, as, as you were sharing, I, I just kept thinking and it's, it sounds cliche, um, but it's so true. Like there is so much joy in giving, 
there's just so much joy in giving like you know to be able to, to share something with a neighbor or or you know a friend that you know is in need and it just kind of lights me up to be able to do things like that you know um and i was thinking back to I, I had a friend god sent me this angel um she's now deceased but oh. god god sent me this angel back in the day when i was teaching um in the bahamas i was i was teaching for the catholic board of education and uh, God sent this lady to help me with the choir. Like, I honestly didn't know what I was doing, you know, young. <laughs> and, you know, when I asked, like, why are you here? She's like, God sent me to help you. And, um, mm, wow. I, I, I mean, she wasn't being paid. She was sacrificing, um, hours of her day every week, days a week. Um, but as you were talking, uh, something she always used to say came back to me. It was two two words. Pay attention. Pay attention. And if we pay attention to those around us, like we could be such a blessing, you know, just through giving. So that that was just something that came back to me as 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 you were speaking. Um, but it, it's such a joy in giving. Um, so I want to talk a little bit about kind of close our time today with uh, just talking about your books. Um, you know, you've well, first of all, I am excited to order this giving gal book. Like I, I can't wait. I'm thrilled. Like to, to to be able to be a part of that. And I mean, I think it's just such a cool thing to kind of share this whole concept of giving to the next generation. So I'm excited about that. Um, so is is that currently available? Yeah. So uh my first book, The Giving Challenge, which was based off of that giving journey, uh, mm -hmm. some of my favorite stories. And like you said, it, a lot of them are just about paying attention, um, but giving people different ideas. And then, yeah, I wrote The Gratitude Challenge after that because I learned that there was, you know, the more grateful you are, the more you can give. And they kind of mm -hmm. go hand in hand and it's this circle. Um, and then I just came out and released Thank You Notes to God, which is the prayer and gratitude journal. And then um, Giving Gal, which is my first children's book. Uh, it's on pre-order. And I am just like waiting any day for the shipment to arrive at my house. Mm. Um, so, yeah, people can order it. And I'm excited because, you know, it's a series. I'm waiting on my illustrator. So I don't know when two or three will be out, hopefully, you know next mm -hmm. year by Christmas. Um, but I, I love the story because um, I think the favorite thing is God put so many layers to that story that I didn't even see when I was writing it. Mm -hmm. And I go back to it and I see that uh, her name's Gabby, Gabby, um, and she's the giving gal. But, um, you know, there's courage in there. There's persistence there's, mm. um, you know, not being judgmental when somebody responds of how you don't want them to respond. And I don't know, there's just all these layers in the book that um, mm. teach children so many different lessons beyond giving um, and, and sacrificial giving um, at the end of the day. So, wow. Well, I tell you what, as soon as our interview ends, I'm going to pre-order that. Well, you thank that. you, Jazz. <laughs> you are very welcome. So, folks, um, givinggal.com. Go check out Stephanie's books, her newest book, Giving Gal. Uh, great Christmas gift. So get it in now. Uh, then she's got the Giving Challenge, the Gratitude Challenge. Thank you, Notes to God. So I encourage you to, to check them out. Um, 
just a great way to, you know, be more intentional about giving through. Uh, I know with the gratitude challenge, it's a devotional style book, 40 days of um, of gratitude. So definitely check those out. Stephanie, it was such a joy having you today. I am thrilled about what God's doing in your life and your ministry. You have been such an encouragement and such a blessing to my life. So thank you. Um, again, urge our listeners to go follow you on social media, on Instagram, Facebook. Um, and I will post all of her information here in our show notes. So uh, be sure to check her out. But Stephanie, thank you again so much for being with us today. Thanks, Jazz. My pleasure. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I hope that today's episode was both inspiring and motivating. You can stay connected with our Purpose 365 community on social media via Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Also, be sure to check out our blog on our website at www.purposed365.com. Till next time, remember to live with intentionality and pursue your purpose daily.